0: Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the biggest dummy you knew or could hope to know John Wayne. That's right. Here I am. I have just freshly uh, returned mere mere hours ago. Uh, to Wayne Manor where I reside uh, from a two and a half two-ish week, two over two weeks on the road type of thing home uh, home here for three days before I leave again and that's okay with me I am in. The studio of evil, as you know, I I where I lurk and lair and and leer, uh, but only at myself, and uh, I have all my evilings going on. I um I am it's it's night. This is a this is a late night record. This is John Wayne lied to you after dark. That's right, ladies, please call in with all your now. Um, I'm I'm recording this now in the evening, uh, after I've returned home on Monday night, so. It will still be as soon as I'm done. This is going straight up to the old internet there, so uh, it'll be out there for, uh, for everybody before the Monday has ended. And I do uh, appreciate you guys' uh, leniency on that. I don't know uh, the, the road. The road is, uh, as, as they say, the road is fucking hard. The road is fucking tough. The road is a bih, my friend, but it's the only fucking road I know. Um, so I am here. I have a nice. I have a. I'm actually. I'm drinking a bud. Weiser, uh, a Bud Budweiser, Budweiser in a red can with the Budweiser thing. And I'll tell you why I'm drinking that, because I gave Nick P uh, some money to go to go get beers um, uh, while uh, Sunday while we were at the convention. And of course, we'll talk more about that later. And he came back with an 18 pack of Budweiser. Um, so I, I, I don't I didn't get to ask too many questions, but I'm not usually a Bud drinker. Because for some reason Bud Light, uh, it tastes like Okay, let's see. All these, all these beers, these cheap beers. Okay, we can all we can say they all taste like shit, right? Whatever, whatever. That's fine. For some reason, Bud Light has a weird tang to it that that I don't I don't uh, appreciate. And Bud Light for some reason always seems to give me a headache. Um. Budweiser, it's okay. I you know, it's it is I mean it, it is the king of beers, as it says right here on, on the can. Um it's undisputed. So uh it's not bad. I'm drinking it. You know me, dog. Um so that's why I'm drinking a Budweiser and I have a water. Uh I smoked the last little teeny bit of weed I have till I get some more tomorrow. So don't worry about that. I uh I definitely smoked a few trees uh down in a forest while I was on the road this week. As you know, if you've been listening, uh, thanks everyone again for joining me. If you are new to the show, if I just met you at a con recently, thank you so much for checking out the show. Uh, It means the world to me. I super appreciate it. You guys keep me going. Um, and thank you for, for checking out the show and, and talking to me about books and stuff. So here we are, we're back. I'm back from a convention fresh. I'm actually, you know, back from a couple conventions, but if you listened to last week's show, Nick and I, uh, Nick, uh, P and, Scarlet, uh, Scarlett and I recapped the Las Vegas adventure and, um, and all the hilarity that, that happened there and everything that went down. And, uh, and if you are a regular listener to the podcast, you will know that this week, uh, that this episode will be the recap of uh, what I just came home from. Uh, and we'll leave it at that for now. So uh, first of all, before we get any further, I want to give a huge shout out to all my Patreon supporters. Thank you guys so much. You rule. Um, I... I I don't know what I would do really honestly that's that's a huge help to me um and it's I appreciate it immensely so thank you guys for for all the People who are on my Patreon, I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for believing in me. Uh, they're believing in this plucky young kid. Um, No, but I, I truly do appreciate it. Uh, everybody else out there, if, you, if you'd if you like to check out my Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, you can choose from the many tiers I have to offer, and there's all the goodies there. But every single tier, no matter what you join, including the $1 a month beer club, $1 a month, Get you access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, in which I talk to uh, all the different artists that I meet across the country and the world, Um, and I I definitely talk to awesome people and learn a lot. And uh, it's great. And we're going on 89 episodes right now. So there's a lot. I've done a lot of uh, episodes there. So you get access to all of the all of the back episodes, of course, and everything going forward. But um, So please, if you're interested, check that out. If you want to throw uh, your old Uncle Johnny a couple bucks here, put some change in my pocket and some gas in my tank. I shall do appreciate it. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Thank you guys so much. And okay, moving along, like I said, we'll talk more about the um, the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast later. Um, but for now, let's I mean, you know, this this is a this was a road week, you know, I'm on the road. And pretty much like I spent I got to spend the week in Vegas before I went to Oklahoma City thanks to uh, us having a place to stay, uh with Scarlett providing that. Thank you so much. Uh the lovely Scarlett. And so because of that, Nick and I could stay in Vegas. And uh, I'm sure glad we did because Oklahoma City uh leaves a lot to be desired. I I'll say. No offense to all you Okie's out there. Uh I- I'm 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 down with it. I'm an- I'm down with the Okies from Muskogee but uh maybe it's a... It's hard. It's a hard matchup from Vegas. You know, It's just hard. Anything would be, but that's especially. Uh, But, yeah, we had a great time the rest of the week that we stayed there. You know, we went out drinking. You know we did. Uh, I went to some some bars and stuff. I went to a a pretty cool bookstore. Um, I forget what it's called, like Books a Poppin' or No You're Not Books or something like that. Uh, But apparently it's like a – what do you call those things? Some kind of, like, book – like co-op I I don't understand exactly how it works. If they live there and they have to like write books or something or maybe work a printing press to print the books. I'm not sure how any of it works, but they have um they have a, a pretty decent select they have a pretty decent amount of books there to select from. I'll say I'll say that. And they have a coffee bar and shit, but for a for a bookshop bookstore that was like a co-op and, and kind of like granola feel feeling it, it only had mainstream books like like major you know major publishers you know all the shit that you could get at any barnes and noble like honestly all all of it it was just regular stuff which is cool which is cool i mean i'm not against that but for something that that small like you know we looked all through it we didn't find any local section there was no indie section so i went to one of the dudes and i was like um you know, I, I had some of my books with me, and I'm like, yeah, I get my books in a store, you know what I'm saying? So I asked him, like, if they, you know, what the process was for, you know, uh, books from an indie press and how they went through that. And, like, the guy very nervously uh, explained to me, as he as he continued to touch his belt buckle quite a bit and not make eye contact with me, that um, they didn't do anything like that. And uh, there was no process for that, and, and he didn't know why or what was going on, and... Apparently he needed uh something his belt buckle needed some attention. So uh yeah, I thought that was very weird. So maybe, you know, maybe we can affect some positive change there and get them to put in at least a local section. I mean, they he said that they had a zine section at one point, and that didn't go very well, quote unquote, is what he told me. So I don't know what that means. Either like they didn't sell the zines or it maybe they had too many or too little or they were the quality what well, i don't know zines are a hard push anyway man you can't just throw some zines out there you got to have some books too it's awesome that you have like a zine section i think you know i've done zine fest here in houston many times um and uh you know not well <clears throat> the, now i mean i now they're they've they've structured it to like you have to only have zines. So uh, unfortunately, I I am uh, excluded from participating in Zine Fest because I don't uh, actually put out zines. So that makes perfect sense. And I do support uh, Zine Fest Houston to the max, one hundred percent. The 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 people in charge of that event always do such a great job, and I've sung their praises in the past, and I will continue to sing their praises and uh, you know uh, and 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 go support them. Uh, but yeah, if you're gonna have a zine section, of course it's gonna be weird. They're zines. I mean, what do you expect? Anyway, okay, fine. If they don't want to bring the zines back, at least have an indie section. They've gotta have some some writers out there that have some books published, you know, either indie, uh, by by an indie press or or self-published, even and that are of quality that, you know, you as a local co op bookstore could, you know, lend a lend a little bit of hand to and getting their work out there. We'll see though. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. But anyway, uh it was a great week and and the drive to uh OKC, Oklahoma City, not that bad. Um what was it, about 16 hours I think. And um yeah, it went it went it was a pretty good drive. So so not much like to report. Um Because we'll get into all the con stuff here later, so it's just uh, you know it's just a lot of driving, it's a lot of hanging out, drinking some good times, meeting some good people, uh, seeing some um, some friends you know from that I made last time. Uh, It it was just a great week, um, all in all, in Vegas, and then um, and then we go to OKC, in which we'll talk about that later. But now, I think we will get into our three card tarot reading of the day. Um, As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show, and um, in that, I I write down. I kind of sit and download my thoughts just uh, onto a pad and onto a pad, like it's a fucking like I'm on my period or something. No, Uh, you know, I write down my thoughts, what's going on through my head, and um, just kind of try to look at that through the prism of the cards, get a fresh perspective, maybe. be able to look at things a different way sometimes. So it's a good thought exercise, something I enjoy. And yes, my deck is is just nearing completion. It's about to crest over uh the mountain and scrape the 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 top of the snowbank and just barely make it through. So don't worry about that. Uh those of you following me for the for the um uh what are we talking about? Tarot deck. That's right. So thanks you guys. Oh, and shouts out to the the folks that came to see me uh about the tarot deck. I uh fuck, your names escape me right now, but you guys are fucking rad. And uh came just to ask me about the fucking tarot deck and shit. Very, very cool. So I'm looking for that that gets me excited to know that people are excited about it. So um it's coming along. But this week, uh what I've been, you know, kind of uh going through, you know, thinking about is just like um you know, uh, balance, um, decisions, motivations, um, I, I don't know, like, um, cleaning house with myself a little bit, um, checking on my skeletons or else they'll come check on me, you know, as, uh, as uncle Joey has said, I'm having to do a little bit of that right now. So, um, you know, so that's that's kind of what's going on with me. So the first card we get is the Emperor. And this Emperor is in the reversed position. So when the Emperor is reversed like this, you know, the Emperor, it, it rep- he represents, it's a power, a leadership, right? Um, someone who has a lot of, has and is able to handle great responsibility, that kind of person. So when the Emperor is reversed, we're being basically asked to kind of like check check ourselves a little bit on how we are handling the power slash control you know authority or whatever that we have in in our present situation um in that we are either, we're either overcompensating and, and you and, and putting expressing too much and being too intense on these things with you know being too controlling and 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 just dis- trying to have a apply your discipline to other people um that don't want it or or you know or you're not even trying, you know to to uh, to work with th- this stuff.' You're, you're not even you have no relationship with the power or control you know that you have. So right now we have to figure out, this, this card in this position is asking us to kind of figure out if these elements of power, these elements of control, our discipline, the responsibilities that we put on ourselves, if they are working for or against us. And sometimes, you know, sometimes they work against you, probably more so than not, um, because it takes it takes a lot uh to be a leader i think um there's some kind of natural ability in there but even people with natural leadership ability can tend to go over the top and uh you know t- just abuse their power and get power you know drunk or whatever um you know also with this card you know in speaking on that you know we could be kind of stagnant or or like not stagnant but Un unbending in our our thoughts or what we're what we're, you know our position. You know we're not going to compromise. We're not going to bend. You know. It's a rigid type of thinking. So. This that that's coming as like we need to look at that as a reaction to something that's happening to us, and we need to, kind of step back to examine why why what are why are we so rigid in this? What is. What happened? Why am I doing this that I'm compensating for something or, or re- repressing something? Um, so that, that's something that is asking us to step back and, and just take a take a look at. Um, and then also, you know, if you're in a leadership position, you know, say either at work or you're on a team of some kind or a, a group, um, we need to make sure that as a leader... We're not, we're not like making the people on our, on our team, people that we're leading feel like they are completely, uh, you know, powerless. Like they have nothing like we're just, we're doing everything. And they're, they're the Piest pe- on peons ever. We don't want to take away the power. We want to, you know, you want to empower your, your people, empower your team, you know, uh, um, respect. You know, respect them as, you know, you want them to respect you. Listen to what they have to say. Um, you can be a great leader and and still, you know, you don't have that. Just because yelling at people and telling them what to do, uh, barking orders, regardless of whether it's right or not, is not the way to, it's not an effective way to lead people. Um, so you really need to kind of back back up a little bit and then kind of see what 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 we're doing with this. Why are we acting this way? There's probably something more um, at the base of this. So, um, moving on. Next card we get, King of Cups. And this is in the upright position. So, like we know, the kings are, you know, we always represent leadership. Cups are our, our uh, emotions. So, of course, the King of Cups uh, in this position... Is always it's gonna represent like an, a mastery of the emotions of some kind um as far as like uh, creativity unconsciousness whatever it's like uh, you've you finally like kind of uh, cracked the code for some bit of your emotional uh makeup right so it's like th- recently or or sometime here or ad maybe even now you're going through the through some kind of situation where you are gaining control you feel like you've got control over your feelings they're not getting as away from you as they were you're you're more even-tempered whatever it may be even if it's a slight change you know you're feeling like you have some control you have some kind of um you've gained some kind of control back from your emo you know from your emotions or power held over you by that you know who knows you may be doing it to yourself you know you you can definitely self-deprecate yourself into, uh, you know, feeling that way. It could be you that's doing this to yourself. But either way, we have to now pull ourselves out uh, and make steps. And this is suggesting that we are making steps, right? We are making steps to get out of that situation and to master this, have more control over our emotions. And we may not, you know, it doesn't this this doesn't mean like you've mastered every you're just the master of every fucking emotion you have and you can do it, it just means you're getting better it just means you're facing things more you're not uh hiding from emotions you're, you're you're stepping up a little bit even in a little bit it's it's something you know that that's what this is that that's more what this is saying it's not saying like hey congratulations you did it you never have to feel again it's not that um you know it's an it's an emotional maturity that's been reached um it's uh just a just a like slight leveling up or it could be a big leveling up but it's just a leveling up you're you know we and like i always say these things are always in flux we're always spinning these plates so this is a constant constant thing we have to keep in check um so also this suggests like this card is saying like we need to you know right now is the time to be firm on what our boundaries are um as far as an emotional level goes. Uh, use like, uh, make sure that what we're doing that and using our intellect to make the decisions that we need to make. Um, you know, and not necessarily, definitely not like l- do anything on a whim or listen to people who are telling you stuff or, or, uh, you know, it might not be time to go with your heart right now on this, just this, this some decisions that are happening. It, it just might be better to be logical and think from your head uh a little bit um there's always a balance there but even this with your emotions um it's at you know it's asking like yeah, let's use our intellect a little bit in, in this um so that we don't get pushed in the wrong direction i guess uh, is a good way to say it so next card ace of wands that is reversed so wand cards are always good no matter what no matter what position they're in, left, right, sideways, upside down, inside out, um, they're already good. They're always good. But with this card upside down or in a reverse position like this, it, it's definitely talking about, uh, you know, us having some kind of idea emerging, some kind of uh, something that we're, we're we're really like on the kind of precipice of, of figuring out this idea Um but we don't know how we're going to make it work. We have the we have the passion. We, ha- we know we can apply the discipline to do something like this. We're energized. We're jazzed up about this, but we don't know how the hell to do it. We don't know what the outlet is for this kind of energy because we haven't experienced it before. Um, we don't know what to do with this right now. So that's kind of like a, huh, you know, you may feel stuck with that. Um, but some sometimes like we need to wait a little bit and let these things develop more before we just jump uh at at them you know we've got a lot of we always we have a you know you have a lot of ideas. when i say you i'm talking about me you know the royal you i feel like i always have to explain that um but you have a lot of stuff going on in your head you've got good ideas and this is a really good one you feel um you know but but we just don't know how to do it yet and and so I mean we can always depending on the type of person you are you might want to bring someone in on this and ask just like bounce that, things off of them maybe they're an expert in a field or they have more knowledge on something than you do and they could help like push you in the right direction or maybe you want to figure it out yourself but either way you need we need to do one of those so that we know where, where to put this so we know what to do with this this energy, this idea um, on the other hand We could already be trying to do this and and we're hitting roadblocks and it's hard and we keep getting like, you know, it's just one thing after another that seems to be impeding our progress. And that leaves us, you know, unmotivated, tired, you know, we're not inspired to do this anymore. It's like, Jesus Christ, I can't, you know, we can't take one step without getting knocked back three. So when with, with this, though with this being said, this is again why you want to take another little step back and see, check back in like where your passions lie. Is this is this still what you want to do? Are you still on the right track? Are you still passionate about this? Because if you're not, then you need to change. There's no point working on something that you're not passionate about. That's why I say you always have to check in with yourself. You always have to check in with your path. This is always in flux. You're always you're always trying to maintain these things. It's not a set it and forget it. We're constantly having to do this work. So you know, with that, we do really need to just revisit the whole thing. Where do our passions lie right now? And then as far as having this idea that we don't know how to express, it might be because our you know, we're going to be passionate about this now, we just don't know how to do it or we don't know how to integrate it into what we're already passionate about. So it's like I said, this is something that depending on the person you are, you can talk to somebody else that you trust or whatever, or you can do all the research yourself and, and try to make it happen yourself. Just depending. But we really do need to take a look at that and uh, you know, try to make this manifest. Make sure that we're, you know, not being burned out by some thing that we can't, you know, maybe we are we, or we See, it could just be a good idea that you just took the wrong path on. So that's why it's always good to step back and check, not get, not lose your temper, not throw it away. Look, maybe you zigged when you should have zagged. Who knows? It's it's not all that, you know, it's not just all that final like, oh, I fucked up, fuck it. No, you know, let's backtrack. Let's see where, where, this, went, where this went sideways and we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? So that's our reading for today. I think um, I got a lot out of this. I hope you did as well. You know, we've got our emperor reversed again. Looking at our relationship with power, how are we treating the people around us, the people that work with us or for us? Um, you know, how how, are, how is this power or this leadership that we have affecting those around us? You know, really take a step and look at that. You know, we got our king of cups with you know our emotions and knowing that you know it, it might it might you know we're not total mastery, but we're making a little bit of a, a, a progress emotionally. And, and being able to accept what you're feeling and being able to express it in a way that is mature. Um, and then you move to your Ace of Wands where, you know, now we have this thing and we just have to be confident in it and, and know that we'll figure out how to how to manifest this idea into the world. So, very cool. That's our reading uh, there for today. Thank you so much. I I enjoyed that. So, anyway... Um, moving right along, uh, we will, um, I believe go into this next segment here. I mentioned earlier the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast. And in that, um, I speak with wonderful, wonderful people that I meet every, every week on the road, just about all over the world and country and whatnot. Uh, and this week I've got a, a, an awesome dude for sure, a random meeting at in Atlanta Uh, at the convention, and uh, this was just a guy that was there, and and, uh, he had his buddy, and we have become the fastest of friends. we the best friends. We are three best friends, whatever. Uh, But this was a great time, so I had him on the podcast. Um, He's got a lot of cool stories, and he's, uh, you know, very knowledgeable about horror. Um, Awesome guy. This is my man, Johnny. John! Uh, he came on the podcast. So let's, I'm going to play a little bit of our conversation that we had it was a lot of fun. And if you would like to hear the rest of it or, uh, you know, throw uncle Johnny a couple bucks, go to patreoncom slash John Wayne is dead. You can check out the rest of this episode as well as all of the back episodes. So here we go. Let's listen to a little bit of me and my man, John. So she's gotten up and she's standing behind the table and she's yes, she's
1: got sta- the panties
0: she's, around her thighs.
1: Yes. And then the next thing you know, she has the panties all the way on, and she's lifting her skirt all the way up, and she's posing for these pictures of her wearing my panties.
0: Now, did she disrobe of her current panties before she did this, or were these over her uh, uh, panties?
1: These are over the panties that she currently had on.
0: (sighs) Cool. That's still cool. That, that no, is- it's, it's very cool either way. I my mind just wanted to go to like,
1: I know. Uh, yeah, you no, know, yeah, yeah, she's
0: got this. Because yeah. fu- she she dropped the shave comment. What if she like, it's like this fucking mane of a fucking untamable bush down there that just like, <laughs> that. You're fucking the panties that you brought. Like they get lost in that bush and like all uh, that. It like it just ups the resale value. Like you have all these pictures of like that, like the bush eating these panties and then you like yes. rescuing it, pulling it out.
1: Exactly. I I rescued the panties, but she, she gives me her card though, too. And she's like, Hey, oh, you know, send me, send me those pictures. And it'll be, she, she wanted the pictures, you know? So I, I sent her, uh, you know, I, you know, sent her a message on Instagram, you know, sent her all the pictures and everything. She messaged me back and uh, all this stuff. I was like, I was like, man, I still can't believe that you actually did that, you know, but, um, <clears throat> But yeah,
0: it, 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 that was that was just Friday, that, you know. And, uh, yeah, and I got to say, from 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 the other side of this, I remember this. I was I was at my table, uh, and Jeremiah was actually at my table talking to uh, me, or like me and Nick and Jane, me and J- whatever. You come running around the fucking corner <laughs> like a kid, like a little kid. Who's like, Jeremiah, Jeremiah? You're like, you're holding this book out, like you've got like the fucking, you know, secret of Nim or some shit. Like, I got it, I got it. Like, you run up there, like, and he's like, okay, hold on, hold on. What's up, man? And you like, are fucking bringing the pan. You got pictures. You're like, it was insane. Um, Like, was Jeremiah with you? Did he come back over? Maybe he was telling me about it or trying to, and then you came around and and were like, oh, ah!" either way, you came running in, we're very excited. I was uh, on acid too so that could have mixed up your face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I've heard on acid Jeremiah and I do kind of look very similar.
0: Yeah, yeah, you guys are like uncannily similar.
1: Yes, yes. But uh but I I did tell her though because like um I I did the photo op you yeah. know with uh with the the part two people and uh You know, so that was the next day. And uh, when I when I walked up to her and everything, and I just kind of like grabbed her aside and everything. And I was like and I kind of whispered to her. I was like, hey, I'm wearing them now, too. You know, yeah. Of course, I wasn't because like they're a medium and like uh, if anybody
0: your your Bush would have eaten the the panties then, you know,
1: uh, something would have eaten the panties because I am definitely not a medium.
0: Woo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, she got a kick out of that though. But no, that, that was other than meeting you. That was the highlight of the weekend.
0: Oh, pshaw! <laughs> but yeah, that, then that was a, that was awesome. Um, what, what is, uh, what other kind of stuff do you collect uh, besides uh, panties and, and, and water? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I got autographs. Um, I, I, I like get pictures of different things online, uh, and I got like some some friends that you know make vinyl posters of uh of the different pictures that I got from uh you know different sources online.
0: What do you mean vinyl posters? When you say vinyl posters, what do you mean?
1: Like, well, maybe not vinyl canvas canvas posters, not vinyl.
0: Uh, okay, cool. So it's like a looks like a painting kind of canvas. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. And um, I got one that has, um, you know, all of the Friday the 13th final girls on it, and I'm in the process of getting that autographed by all of them. Um, I got one that has all of the Jasons on it, and I think I got like uh, eight or nine of the Jasons to sign that, including Roy.
0: Tom Morga, fuck yeah.
1: Yes, yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, I finally did get to meet him. I met him the week after... I saw you actually uh, yes, in, in I, Charlotte.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing that podcast. Very exciting. Yes. Very dangerous. Very exciting. Yes. The John Wayne Lie to You podcast.
0: Very good podcast. Ooh, thank you for the plug. <laughs> well, it's your own podcast. So I, <laughs> we're, plugging, we're plugging my podcast on my own. Po- no, no, that's actually <laughs> pretty much on brand for me. Ahead, so.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. It's all good but uh so you're getting that all signed so so you're like uh like so maybe is your your collection lean towards like friday the 13th stuff and then signatures kind of more within that friday the 13th realm maybe or
1: yes because like i'm a little like ocd so like if i like start like you know with something else like either halloween or like texas chainsaw massacre or like uh you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, anything like that. You know, it's kind of like Pokemon. You know, got to get them all. Okay. So, so I'm a little obsessive.
0: <clears throat> so that's the so way I've talked about. I talk about collecting with with people a lot um, who mm-hmm. are into it because I, I mean, you could see behind me like there's all kinds of shit back here. There's records, all kinds of toys, like, um, and that's just not even. I've got so so many things that I collect, toys, you know, especially. Um, but I've talked about this with other people who are collectors uh being com- a completist versus just a um uh i don't even know what we call it. like just just a collector like i am not a completist in my collections i collect what i want like so if i like certain pops for instance like i just get the ones i like i don't have to get the whole fucking set of them because They came out right but other people can't so It sounds like you are you fall into that category Like the completist category if they put out A series of something you want all of them in That series is that right or no Kind of Because like
1: I'm a completist Whereas like um I would Get all the Friday the 13th Pops or all the Friday the 13th NECAs things like That but not all Of the pops or all of You know the, the NECA figures And things like that so I'm trying to get like all of, you know, and not even all the Friday the Thirteenth stuff. All the Friday the Thirteenth stuff that I think is cool because some of it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's that's not- what I. Okay, we're on the same wavelength though. So I, I yeah, like to yeah. just get the shit that I like that is cool. I'm not yeah. like into just dropping fifty bucks on some weird variant so that I can say I have the fucking, you know, guy hiding behind a tree, fucking figure. You know, I'm not into that. Uh, yeah.
1: Exactly. So yes. Yes.
0: So yeah, so what what so uh what's like the coolest Jason or Friday the 13th uh piece that you have right now? And then what are you what are you after? What are you p- pining after right now? What are you looking for?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like or, or a couple examples. You said cool shit. Shit that you think's cool. There's a lot of cool fucking toys that I wish I had like the money to drop on, you know, but uh, I just am like, no. ah, you know, I can't. Maybe one day, you know. Uh really? anything anything like that come to mind for you?
1: Yeah, like one thing that, that I'd really like and um I and I'm kind of like I'm I'm really picky when it comes to this stuff too because like uh I, I want it to look, you know, like 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 realistic or, or look close to how it did in the movie. Uh-huh. So like the one thing that I really want is uh, you know, a Pamela Voorhees head. I I I wanna get like they I've seen a couple mm-hmm. of those. But I like, I want to get like like a really cool one, like a, a really nice one.
0: So, like a replica he- head from Friday the 13th of the, the uh, her head. Now, does yeah. somebody make that? Does somebody make this already? Or you're looking for this or you're looking to have it custom made? I,
1: I have seen a couple people make them and, um, I do know, um, you know, like a friend of mine makes one two, so I'm probably gonna reach out to him to have to have him do that. But um, but like you said, you know, it's one of those things. Like I don't want to get one and then, like you know, a week later find out, oh, this one you know is more realistic or this one's better. So that's part of the reason why I have not, hmm. you know, got something like that yet.
0: So you're into like props and stuff as well. Then sounds like,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, like
0: if they fall know, into uh, your scope of cool budget. shit. Yeah, yeah, my budget.
1: budget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Dude, you know what I got recently? Uh, I just scooped these up. The the Friday the third or not, I mean the nightmare on Elm Street vans, high top vans. Vans just dropped like I think six or seven like horror themed shoes on uh Monday or when was it? Friday of last week or some shit. I forget. Uh Thursday night. I can't remember. But uh I got up at like five AM and got a pair and i was super stoked to get them um i think they're radish shit did you see all those shoes Is any of that stuff uh, you and know, any of that shit uh,
1: yeah i did see that that and i saw your post where you got the, the nightmare and elm street ones and and i was looking and i was really disappointed when i saw the friday the 13th ones
0: the like, slip-ons yeah yeah they weren't that cool they glowed uh, in the dark though which was cool
1: yeah that part was kind of cool i mean if they if they had one similar to the nightmare on elm street ones that you got you know in a friday the 13th i i might have had to um you know make that purchase but yeah the little slip-on ones you know i'm i was i wasn't a fan of those
0: yeah that was that was a real like a treat myself situation where i was like i really fucking want these and um like years ago, I don't know if you uh remember this like several years ago, I forget maybe two thousand seven or eight or something like that. Nike put out some uh nightmare on elm street tennis shoes. you remember these? Did you see these? do you remember this? you see this <laughs> uh, they were like they're low top uh Nikes with um you know the pattern of the 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 sweater you know just like these vans are, and then the nike sim symbol swooshes are uh metallic like silver like shiny like the knives um and they're blood spattered and shit inside and out they're fucking awesome and now like they're so hard to get like you you know sneakers have their own like weird oh yeah yeah yeah. you know that's out there i I don't even know anything about that i just am like oh i like these shoes but i was when i was at texas frightmare um a few weeks ago this guy was walking by and he was wearing them and i stopped i was like dude 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 you've got the fucking Nike, freddy nikes and he's like oh yeah man i figured this is a pretty good place to wear them you know and i bought them for my brother or traded something and i've just been I'm like, where am i was like dude you should get those signed by fucking robert england he's like should i you know a lot of people said i should but i don't know you think that would like uh take down the value and i was like no and the collect well, uh, like yeah. absolutely not dude those because those shoes those particular Nikes are like 500 to $2,500 to now just to buy used, depending on their condition. And yeah. this, and he was like, which I, I, which I'm like, I'm not trying to sell my sneakers. I'm going to walk around in them, but they were, they were in awesome shape and they looked cool and it was the perfect place to wear them. But Robert England wasn't at that convention. So, well, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, but he should have gotten them. So I would have, if I was, if I had the opportunity and I had those, I might get them signed by Robert England. I don't know. All right, there we go. I told you, a lot of fun. Me and John have a lot of fun. Uh, great guy. For the rest of that episode, go on over to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. Sign up for one of those tiers, and uh, you'll get that and all the other episodes, like I said. So, thank you so much to John, and thank you so much to you, listeners, as well. Now, here's something new that we 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 brought up uh, a couple weeks ago. The um, as some of you know, I do another podcast every week with. Uh, our, well, we're kind of every other week or so now. Um, but anyway, we're trying to get it back on track. A lot of busy shit going on in our lives. But Christopher Triana and I do a podcast on Thursdays that comes out on Thursdays called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's a lot of fun. We talk about different horror subjects, and we have, uh, you know, segments, book of the week, you know, ridiculous reads, all that kind of stuff. And we have a hotline that we would have people call in to and and play messages And we're kind of dialing back on that on that show uh, a little bit. But on this show, I have adopted the Corey hotline to be over here as well. So you, my listeners of John Wayne Lights, you can call the Corey hotline at 832-930-1347. That's right. It's 832-930-1347 for your top 10. No. Uh, So, yes, you can call that. Number anytime, day, night, whenever it, it, uh, and leave us a voice message, leave a voice message for me, uh, for this show. And I'll, I'll just ma- make sure you say that you're calling in for the John Wayne light to show and, uh, you know, I'll play, uh, we're going to play some calls, you know, I, I, I want to know your questions. I want to talk to you guys. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking all comers. Um, so no, so again, you can call, you can call the Corey hotline for vital social issues and stuff. Uh, always and now you can call it for John Wayne lied to you eight three two nine three zero one three four seven and we have a call our first call uh to the John to to my podcast to John Wayne lied to you and uh, going in I want to say uh well okay we'll just listen to it we have we have a call and um and we're gonna listen to it right now Oh, here we go.
2: Hey, this is Tobias calling for the John Wayne Lied to You podcast. Figured I'd share my thoughts on Malignant. Wasn't really a one star for me, but it was more like a two and a half, maybe a three star. I really liked the story. The directing was fantastic. Some really good cinematography. The acting was pretty good. Special effects were great most of the time, except for a couple like shitty after effects, CGI things that just didn't fit. Um. The main thing that really bothered me, though, was just the screenplay. Um, I felt like there was a lot of flaws in it, but they may have been intentional. I'm not sure. Like the In the first five minutes of the film, you have a thing talking through a radio, and then the guy's are like, oh, it's talking through the radio. And it's like, obviously, man, it like, goes back to the whole show-don't-tell rule in writing where show-don't-tell, I mean, telling's fine, but just don't do both, especially throughout the whole movie. Although, like I said, it could have been intentional. It could have been trying to break the rules of screenwriting to make a unique film. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that Uh, question for you. What is your favorite modern horror movie? And if it's malignant, what's your second favorite? All right. Thanks. Bye.
0: All right. Hey. Tobias. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. Um, I also have to give a huge shout out to Tobias because I met him this weekend in person in Oklahoma City. That's right. Tobias came out to see me and we had a good old time hanging out. And we even did an awesome dude for life podcast that you'll have to stay tuned for and join the Patreon to hear. But um, yeah, I did get to meet Tobias. So uh, shouts out to you, man, Tobias and 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 Rachel, your your lovely lady. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us and taking care of us, man. It was a great time, and uh, we did I because I saw that he had called. Um, we did talk a little bit about this, face to face about the malignant thing, and um, and you know, all all of your points are are fine and valid. Um, I, I mean, I've talked about this before. It, this is a polarizing movie; people love it or hate it. Um, I did love it. I really, really did. I really think it was great. Um, I really liked it, but that doesn't mean that it's, it was a perfect movie or that everybody else has to think the same way. Although I did turn off, uh, while we were driving, I, I usually, one of the shows I listen to is Doug loves movies. And I love that show, but I turned it on the one of the episodes that we were listening to at the beginning when they're giving movie suggestions, somebody suggested Malignant and then all like four of them just proceeded to tear it apart and I was like, I can't listen to this fucking assholes talk about my movie like this. And I turned it off cuz like I'm, you know, I'm all, got all like as if I made the fucking movie or something. I don't know. But I liked it. I thought it was cool. And Tobias, you did uh, we did talk about that. And yeah, you're right. It's got some some weird things to it. I just I, I just love the originality. I love all the twists. I love the characters. I was really enamored with the way the whole movie worked. Um, so that's what I thought. But you know, um, I do agree with you. It's not a perfect movie. No, but but what is Casablanca? I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, you asked me what is my favorite modern horror movie? Modern horror movie. Let me see. Um, I don't. What what do we classify as modern? Like. Um, uh, What are we talking? Like 2000s or what I've seen in the last few years? Um, I'm trying to think what is really, what is I, what has really fucking got me that's new? Uh, I mean, back in the day, you know, I I don't know. I I don't know if this is an acceptable answer, if this is a modern horror movie uh, in what you're thinking of, but like, I might have to say scream because. I remember that coming out. I saw it in the theater and I thought it was badass. I think I saw it a couple times in the theater and of course rented it and stuff like that. And I just, and that's also might be freshly on my mind because I just saw the, the trailer that dropped a few days ago for the new Scream movie that's going to come out. It's the fifth screen movie, but it's just called scream and the fucking trailer looks make man. It looks fucking cool. I'm stoked for that. So maybe scream. I, I That might be my, my favorite modern horror movie. Uh, just, you know, or at least the one I that comes to mind right now. So anyway, Tobias, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for hanging out also. You are a bad motherfucker. I appreciate you. Uh everybody else out there, you can call me at 832-930-1347 if you have any questions about the show, uh what I talked about or whatever you want. Uh we'll take a listen and try to get uh try to get things set straight for ya. All right. So, again, 832-930-1347. Call us. Call me. Now. Bye. No. So uh, that brings us to our story of the week, the story portion of the week. Um, this week, as you know, I've been on the road for a while, and this weekend I was in Oklahoma City for the Oklahoma City Collectors Convention. Uh, or maybe Collectors and Pop Culture Convention, I'm not sure. Something like that. And uh, and what a time. So without further ado, here is my recap of the first annual Oklahoma City Collector Con 2021 So this convention was only a Saturday and Sunday convention and which was which was cool because we uh we didn't have to like roll in and just start on Friday because this was like I think I said this before I this was this is the first convention that I was a, like a full guest at where like my hotel and table and all that stuff was paid for and or taken care of or whatever I was a guest. So my hotel didn't start till Friday. So we weren't going to leave from Vegas until Thursday night because it's 16 hours drive at night. Um so and then we we I I thought it was gonna be I thought it was Friday Saturday and Sunday the whole time until like the day before we left and we both Nick and I looked it up and we're like oh shit it's like Saturday and Sunday so we won't have to be rushed so we uh so we shot out of Vegas there Thursday night and uh ended up getting to uh Oklahoma City maybe about three o'clock the next day and we get to the hotel and uh I go you know I go in there and I'm like you know check in lady is very nice gives me a key. And she says, you know, your room, we're in room 100. Now I can say it because I'm not in it anymore. But our room was the first room off of the back door of the hotel. Like, um, just that entered into that hall. There was a back door. That was the only back door to the hotel. Entered right into that hall. Our room's the first one. So I said, do, do I need to, should I come through the front with my things? Or can I load it in through that back door? And she's like, oh, yeah, you can go through the back door. Your room is right there. And I was like, Awesome. So I go out, get the car, uh, get in the car, drive myself and Nick around to the back. I park right in front of the door. We take the stuff out that we need. We get up to it. I'm holding my key over the thing, over the, you know, fucking reader, and nothing is happening. It's not opening. It's not fucking turning. It's not making any noises, nothing. So I was like, fuck. So I was like, all right, I'll be right back. So I drive right back around the front and I go in and I'm like, hey, um, this key doesn't work. I don't know what's wrong. This key doesn't work. And so the nice lady that's helping me was helping somebody else. She's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And this other lady um, had to help help me. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'll call her the lady with all the shit in her face. <laughs> I forget what movie that's from. But not that I'm against facial piercing. She had a bunch of facial piercings, but she was a fucking bitch. She had a bad attitude. She wasn't happy. And I was like, yeah, the key doesn't work. So she gave me two two new keys. I went around the back. Same thing. Wouldn't you know it? That does not open. Same thing. So uh, now I'm like, God damn it, man. I'm a little, you know, we're a little punchy. We've been in the car for 16 hours. It's like, come on, man. We just want to get our shit in our fucking room. So I go back around <laughs> and I come in the door and hold up the keys. And I'm like, hey, so are these keys not supposed to work? Or is this a joke on me? And they're like, no, they should, they should work. And I was like, well, they won't open the back door. And the one lady, the lady, the mean lady is like, back door is broken. And I said, then why the fuck didn't you tell me? I've been trying to load in through there this whole fucking time. She's like, oh, I didn't know. And the nice lady's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. And I just like walked past them all. It's like, fuck y'all. Uh, I went down to my room. I let Nick in. We loaded in and uh, and got busy. No, what did we do? Okay, I went to. Oh, I just kind of like cleaned up, settled, like took a shower and stuff, and then I drove right over to where the convention was because it, you could load in and set up until eight Friday night. So I wanted to do that. You knew, you know, I like to get that shit out of the way. Uh, I don't like to be rushed. I don't want to just throw it up and start if I don't have to. I can and I will, but if I don't have to, I don't want to. So, I uh uh so I so this place that it's at it's called the Oklahoma City Fairgrounds. So when I when somebody says fairgrounds to me, what immediately comes to my mind is like a fuck I don't know like a grassy field with some pop ups and some tents and some fucking A Ferris wheel and shit. Uh, Some dirty, weird carnies running around. That's what I think. But, and while I guess all that stuff could go on there, this was like a huge complex. This is not like, come on down to the fairgrounds and we'll have a blueberry pie contest. This is like a fucking massive fucking center of shit. And to top that off, there's so many buildings all over this big huge sprawling fairground property. And I'm talking like big ass buildings. There was like a like a amphitheater, like a, a round fucking like arena where they have concerts and shit. Like a big ass one right in the middle. And then they have all these other big ass fucking ha- you know facilities all over. And I'm like, "Well, where the fuck do I go?" There's no signs, there's no like, "Uh, collectors over here." No. So I I'm kind of driving around. I, I I flagged down um somebody on a golf cart that's coming by because I'm like, oh, they, they know what's going on. And I said, Hey, do you know where the convention is? Uh, we're building. It's in. And she said, you talking about the antique show? And I said, I sure hope I'm not. She's like, well, I know the antique show is going on over here and we got the horse show and we got so-and-so performing. I don't know nothing about no collectors. And I was like, it's a collector pop culture con. You know, you, you don't know where that's at. She's like, no, I don't. And I was like, fuck great. So I'm just driving around some more. I end up like, uh, I, but I'm like, hold on, let me stop. I have the, I have the uh, promoter's number, the guy that's running the convention. I have his number. I give him a call. I say, Hey, I'm here. Where the hell do I go? What building is this? And he's like, all right, what do you want to do is this, this, and this man. I tuned out after the fucking second direction. Cause I was like, I have no idea what he's even talking about. How I was like, and also I was like, does he give me directions when he doesn't know which direction I'm facing?" But anyway, I was like, "Okay, man, cool, I'll find it." Um, and so I start driving. I I take this one road, like I go around the arena, and I end up like th- there was like a like a rope that says like and a do not enter sign, but the rope was down on the ground, so I just drove into it, and it was um there was a huge horse show going on. Uh, in all of these, this this whole area on that side that I drove into, and there's all these open, like, stadium or not stadiums, like, stables and arenas, and people have, like, it's like a street fair with, like, saddles out on, you know, tables and cowboy shit, and, and and food carts, and I'm just, like, fucking driving down the middle of this street fair with all these horses and shit going, where the fuck do I go? And to top it all off, I can't get out at the end. There's no exit. No, I have to turn around. And drive all the way back through their street fair. (laughs) Like I'm new. I don't know. So I get out there. I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm I'm probably spend another 15 minutes on the property looking for this place. I finally, finally find an aged gentleman with knowledge who was loading something in. And I said, is this the, collector's con and he's like you're talking about the comic book show and i was like that'll work and he said oh it's on the opposite side of this building so i went around and sure enough there it was and uh i was like all right so i go in there i get checked in and the first first impressions are um this building is very much like uh a, 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 ca- a high school cafeteria is really what it feels like the lighting the walls the color the floor everything Um, but I'm like, all right, that's that, whatever. I mean, I, I bring my own shit, you know, I make my shit pop. I don't need your fucking, you know, I, I make your drab shit go nuts. So I set up all my stuff. There's a few vendors there. Um, not too many, but the ones that are there setting up are, uh, you know, it's all toys. There's comics, some toys, that kind of thing. Right. And then I'm on the row with the, celebrities and the celebrities that were there were uh Jonathan Lipnicki Vanessa angel uh Pruitt Taylor Vince uh Vince uh then who Fucking, uh, I don't know these anime guys I forgot their name Adam I think or Austin maybe perhaps I can't remember his name and then uh my man Matt uh who wrote uh this badass fucking comic book called uh Hollywood what is it I'm gonna fuck it up. God damn it. Where did I put that thing? Anyway, I'll 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 reference there. Matt, uh badass motherfucker wrote this cool ass comic book. Um, and he had the trades there for sale. And it's about a true story about this woman who was a huge cocaine dealer uh in LA on the Sunset Strip in um in the eighties during the heyday of hair metal, like which I love that era. I love the I'm enamored with that culture. And she provided cocaine to all of the record companies, the executives, the bands, down to the DJs at the radio stations. She's a big time operation. And this comic book is completely the true story of her. And he talked to her extensively. And he also, and this is fucking badass, Skyped with cartel guys that she worked with. He has Skyped with them to do this. It's fucking nuts. Anyway, badass comic. Um, uh, and, uh, and then me. So I go back to the room and I don't remember, what did we do Friday night? I think we were just chilling. Um, I think I worked out, went to the gym, try to, you know, burn off some, you know, being in the car all day, just burn off some energy and shit. But, uh, yeah, we just fucking crashed. You know, we just, uh, fell asleep, you know, just reading, falling asleep, getting drunk, falling down, all that kind of stuff. And the next morning we get up and uh, we had to be there at 10. So we roll on in and, you know, I'm like, like I said, like this, it has a little bit of a look of cafeteria, which is not like the most inviting thing when you walk into a convention. But, hey, I'm optimistic. I'm a, I'm a badass. You know me. I'm, I'm ready to do whatever. So we go in there. I'm feeling fine, Nick P and I. And it opens and... You know, the, a few people coming in, you know, it's not like setting the world on fire, but there's people there, and I like right away like sell four books right away, like real quick to people who are like, oh, books, I like books, and then maybe uh, over the next hour, I sold like four more books, I mean, that, and then that was it, then nothing else happened for the rest of the night, or the rest of the day, it was it was pretty bad, Um, I mean, I sold... I actually, I sold a couple sets of my of the metal tarot cards. I do appreciate everyone that came by the booth, people I talked to. Uh, I talked to some people for, for a while, um, and that was very cool. Uh, Rex, if you're listening, shouts out, man. Get that book out there, man. Keep writing. Um, so I did meet some cool people, and I had some cool conversations. But uh, all in all, uh, aside from that and maybe like a record or two, it was pretty slim pickings. So we get through the day. And oh, actually, and then Tobias shows up that day, which that was a huge fucking bright spot of the day. Mister Tobias comes in like a weed fairy from heaven and drops all these presents on me, and uh, which was much appreciated. So we got to talk to him. That was the best part of Saturday, and then um, then we left. We went back to the fucking place, um, to the hotel, and. We ended up just uh, just fucking chilling because Tobias came over to do a podcast and party, and we did. We had a great night, great podcast, great time. Um, Nick and I went and got Del Taco afterwards. Never, I haven't, I haven't had Del Taco since I went on tour with Harem Festival like twelve years ago or something when we were in California. I gotta tell you, it's pretty good, pretty good. I got, so I got, a, I got a couple burritos, and I was pretty stoked on them. So. It was very exciting, very dangerous, very exciting. The next day, Sunday, um we get I get up, um you know, Nick Nick's like, hey, "I'm going to sleep a little bit. I'll drop you off." So he drops me off and goes back and I'm just like sitting there at the beginning of the show on Sunday just playing my guitar. I'm just sitting behind the booth playing songs, whatever. There's like nothing going on. And man, like Sunday was pretty bad, guys. It was pretty bad. It's one of those things where you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? You know? It was only until four, but that was an excruciatingly long six hours. Like for real. <laughs> it seemed like it would never end. Um, and I don't know what happened. I really don't. I don't know if like, so also on this property, like I said, they have all these buildings where they have events. There's a fence going on in all of them. There's a fucking antique show in the same building as us, but on the other side of it. There's a gun show in the building down down from us. There's a lowrider show in the arena across from us. There's somebody performing at the music arena. And there's this huge horse show. Now, that's cool that they can have all these things going on at once. And I don't know how much of a Venn diagram, crossover, audience, any of those things really are. I mean, maybe a little you know, here and there, but not much, but it's like, what the fuck was going on? Like a couple of people did tell me like, Hey, thank you for being here. We don't have, we don't get stuff like this in Oklahoma city. So this is very cool. And I'm like, I'm like, you're welcome, dude. I'm glad to be here. But I'm like, man, if you think this is cool, you got to come to like a real convention. Not that this wasn't a real convention. This was the first one they did. This is the first one of this. So I don't want to shit in, in the you know, the owner's mouth or anything like that. I had fun. I was grateful to be there. Um, but for whatever reason, I don't know, people just didn't come or or not enough people came or, or something happened. I don't know. I'm not sure what it was, but not a very good uh, day, but that's okay. You know, I always take away something positive from every, uh, everything I do. And I went, we went back to the hotel and I actually, uh, went uh, back to the gym and, and ran, A few miles to kind of just like, I'm going to just break, get get out. I don't want to be in a funk. I want to get off this, you know, just get some energy out again. And then I went out to the bar and I ran into uh, Dakota and Pruitt and Matt and Mark. And we were like, uh, they're like, hey, we're going to go to dinner. Let's take you to dinner. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go with you guys to dinner. So we have a drink at the bar and then we, you know, we go out and Dakota gets us an Uber and it's like he's like god damn it's 38 minutes away and i was like fuck i'm going to my room to get high so i did that and i went back out to meet them outside and we're out there just bullshitting forever this they called the the hotel called the cops because one of the um maids or or room ladies found a gun in one of the rooms that that uh, she was cleaning and the people had checked out of so they had to call the cops to come in and get it and it was like this uh, ginger cop you know ginger headed cop comes in and we're like ooh where we're all outside on the bench cutting up and shit, and he comes out and turns the corner towards us, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And he just turns, and he says, "Which one of you guys in the Walking Dead?" And Pruitt was, he's like, "That's me." I'm, he's like, "Who? He's like, Are you? You were Otis, weren't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I was Otis." He's like, "Oh man, me and my family have this whole thing about don't get Otis." It was, it was, <laughs> it was very, it was very funny, or it was very nice, I, I cute. I don't know what it was, but then we start getting into this conversation with this cop about. You know, how it's because marijuana is legal medicinally there. And it's, you know, it's which is like a pussy hair away from recreational and how they feel about that. What are they doing? Um, you know, what what's the area like? And he's like this area. You're pretty cool. If, if you get if you guys get pulled over around here, they're probably just going to let you go. But down on this side of the street, we have a lot of murders that so we have a lot of fucking shootings and blah, blah, blah. So. Over there you might get yourself in some trouble. But anyway, it was it was an interesting talk with the cop. Um and and then we're five minutes before our Ubers to arrive, it cancels. Cancels. Yeah, it's gone, not gonna come. So um we're like, okay. And let me also just point out we're going to this place Mark has suggested this guy, Mark, called Freddy's Burgers, Steak Burgers or something. Now it is a fast food joint, and that's what I thought it was. I was like, I, I've heard of that place. But he's like, Man, he's raving about it. So good, so good gotta go cancel our uber and i was like fuck man let's just take my car and he's like no no i'm gonna order another one so he orders another one and it's like 25 minutes away it finally does arrive and i wished it hadn't (laughs) because we get in and whatever mix-up there was i don't know how it happened or if it you know uber selected the the location but the freddy's place that they selected was like 23 minutes away from the hotel. So we're like driving forever to get to this fucking place and I'm looking on my phone and I'm like, "Oh man, it says there's 1.09 miles away from the hotel." I'm like that can't be good. What are we going this far for? And I kept saying like, "I hope it's closed when we get there." God, I hope I hope that we get there and it's closed. Well, it wasn't closed. It was open till 10. But still, we were like what and then everybody slowly started to find out like by looking on their phones that that it was like very close to the hotel another location and we just they whoever somebody fucked up putting putting in which one uh so that was a fun little adventure took us a long it was like an hour and a half two hour excursion to get some um i don't know chicken sandwiches and burgers from freddie's but i did get nick P. some hot dogs cuz i know that he uh, Love cylindrical shaped foods and uh, went back to the room with those and uh, just crashed. And one, one major bummer was that the Wi-Fi was out at the hotel all weekend, all weekend. Um, so we, that sucked. We did do some streaming uh, where we like Nick cast from his phone to the TV so that we could watch that Halloween Kills movie. And uh, let me tell you something. If you haven't watched it yet, good, don't. Um, don't watch it. It's very, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's not great. It's not good. Um, at all. It's a few creepy Michael Myers parts, but otherwise it's just a big, it feels like, what is they They call that dead man's fucking corpse or something where you, where you write something and pass it to the next person and they add to it. That That's pretty much what it felt like. And, um, the people, everybody in the movie was like, stupid as fuck like they were like dopey as hell like it was like a bunch of dopey weird like people nick said it best he said it was like the people of springfield versus michael myers and that is the best way to put it so watch it if you want but i mean i don't know why anyway so that was it then we got up uh crashed out right i got oh i scored some uh married with children comic books this uh one guy had uh, three issues, so I grabbed them. That's like issue two, five, and six, or something like that. And uh, you know, I love married Children, so I read all those like a little kid. Like and, I'm reading in bed my comics, and then I went to sleep. And we got up the next morning, you know, and you know, we ran that hotel all the way to ten fifty nine before we walked out the door, um, take advantage of everything we can get, and we hit the road. And it wasn't a bad drive, you know, just like six and a half hours from there to, back to back to H Town, dirty third, third coach. shouts out. And uh, here I am back in Wayne Manor. I live to fight another day. Now, next week I go to Kentucky um, and uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, But it was great. It, it, it For what it was, I have to say at least it didn't cost me anything to be there. But room for improvement. I, I don't want to count this guy out yet. He seemed like a nice guy. Although, at the end of the day on Sunday, the guy that runs it, he had this shifty look on his face like he was... Either contemplating like getting a second mortgage or or disappearing himself to Mexico or something because I don't think that, uh, I don't think that it was a good uh, financial turnout for him. But it doesn't matter. It's the first time he got to try right. So that was it. That's my recap of the OKC Collectors in Pop Culture Con twenty twenty one. May it forever uh, haunt our souls. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Hey, my recap of the Pop Culture Collector Con Oklahoma City 2021 or whatever it's called in the bag. So, next week I will be, uh, this week actually, this weekend I'll be in Kentucky um, at the at Scarefest in Lexington, Kentucky with, uh, I'll be there with Wesley Southern, two time Splatterpunk Award winner. I'll be there with my man Kentucky Tony and the rest, and it's gonna be a great fucking time. Tony Evans Uh, so we'll be out there, um, this weekend. And then I got a a announcement. The Tulsa, uh, is canceled. I forget what it was called. Tulsa scare monster fest or something. I don't know why they canceled it. They said for COVID reasons. I'm not sure what that means, but, uh, so that is, uh, if you were going to come see me in Tulsa, sorry, it's canceled. I don't know what to tell you. Everything else on my calendar is accurate and up to date though. So, Please go check it out at johnwayneisdad You can find all my dates. You can go to the shop page there and find uh, my books and records and T shirts and all kinds of goodies. And uh, you can also get my books anywhere books are sold plus Kindle, uh, Amazon, all that stuff. And if you but if you order for me, you know I sign them and I send extra goodies. But any support is much appreciated. Uh, thank you guys so much. Like I said, all. Find everything at johnwaynisdead.com. Check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash dead, and follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at John Wayne is dead. Until next time, until next week, and this, uh, we'll see how this Kentucky adventure brings us. <laughs>